you know, I finally had village ice cream. And it is delightful. It's so good. It was the best ice cream until it wasn't. Ben? Until Marcus came along. I'm going to say something and it's going to test our friendship. It's okay if you like Village more. I don't have a problem with that. I think I do. The strawberry ice cream is just so freaking good. Oh my God. I will give Village this. I feel like they've been on top of flavors a little bit more lately. Yes. I know you're not big on the uh, more experimental stuff. I'm not. I I don't like like licorice and hay. I'm sorry. I just can't get my head around it. <laughs> licorice and hay. Is that a real one? I, it might be because some of the flavors, I'm like, what are we doing? Like frog butt and blueberry. Like, come on. I'd eat it. Have you had frog before? No, but I know you have. Yeah. It just sort of tastes like fish with a little hint of chicken. That's horrific. It's It's fine. It's not bad as long as you cook it well. Like, it's all about preparation. I mean, I'll also eat bugs, so who am I to who am I to point fingers? I had a t-shirt in college that said, if you're going to eat the whole cow, don't choke on the tail. And I have no fucking idea what that meant. Like, eat the tail as well? I don't know. That's oxtail soup. Seems like it was trying to say something. Oxtail is so expensive now. Fiona and I complain about this a lot. Uh, it was like one of those... Everything is expensive. It's like one of those pieces, though, that like people didn't use, and so it was really easy to get and make for certain types of like you know dishes from her family's past and stuff uh-huh. and now that's yeah, super fucking expensive same with pork hocks pork hocks i do find it hard to find good like cuts of pork if you want to make like cashew pork it's it's hard just gotta get away from your usual grocery stores yeah. and get to like lucky or tnt or yeah. whatever i am very excited because there is um an h mart opening mm-hmm. we've talked about this um, I I cannot wait. There's a, a guy that I work with and every day we're like, is it open? And he's like, I drove by and it's not there. Like the day that it opens, I'm going to be in line. Like I'm so excited for it. It was one of my favorite things about living in Vancouver was having an H Mart like three blocks away. Now I'm hoping that the one they're opening here is kind of like the bigger ones where there's a food court and it's not just like a grocery mm-hmm. store mm-hmm. like TNT. I really hope it is like a true H Mart because I want to eat the snacks. There's already... Is it not H Mart? It's something else, but it's uh, down in. It's across from the Stampede Grounds. It, that, that is an H Mart. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but it's a smaller it's one. It's a smaller one. I haven't been in there. And there's also A Mart, and A Mart is just like a grocery store. It's great. I, I do shop there on the on the somewhat regular. I've not tried A Mart. It's fine. It's good. It's a good grocery mm-hmm. store. They do have a lot of great instant coffees, instant soup mixes, produce, all that stuff. Um, I haven't bought meat from there. I'm sure it's great, but I just, I've not, I've not done it yet. Yeah. Cuts of meat are way cheaper if you get away from one of the the larger grocery stores. Oh yeah. And fresher, better tasting. Yeah. Kind of shop around a little bit. Yeah. But I'm also tired and lazy. And so it's just so easy to be like, oh, I'll just go to the place that's close to me. I won't even go to the place that's close to me. I will use the internet to bring the place that's close <laughs> to me closer to me and have groceries delivered. That's the world we live in. I like to pick my own stuff. Yeah, it's not as good if you don't. They seem to have some yeah. sort of policy, like get the greasiest looking fruit and like <laughs> the most brown vegetables. Has it fallen on the floor? Yeah. Make sure there's if hair on it. nobody has yeah. bought this in a week, put it in this person's order. But spit on it first. No, they wouldn't do that. But I, I get <sighs> like. They might. How would we know? I don't know. That's why you're supposed to wash everything. Yeah. I, I give it a tongue bath before <laughs> I eat anything. 
Don't say that again. Uh, ben, no, don't you. Uh, if it works for animals, it works for me. The saying. It's on my uh, uh, shirt. We don't know yet, as of this recording, whether or not we are going to win in our category of game, <laughs> uh, for our <laughs> for award-nominated podcast. podcast. Yeah, um, we don't know if we're going to win. This will come out actually before I think the uh, People's Choice Podcast Awards happens on September 30th. I hope we win. You know, that'd be cool. Sure, me too. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, that'd be nice. Yeah, write your local politician and tell them that <laughs> Dork Matters should win in the category of games and hobbies. <laughs> At the People's Choice Podcast Awards 2023, the 18th annual. Wow, we don't uh, know. we don't know yet. So if you were you're if you were turning back in for an announcement, uh, nothing. Bup kiss. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, nothing. What right you now. are gonna get today is uh, just some pure grade A unadulterated uh, lines of Star Dork Valley, Stardew Valley. So excited! Yeah, we're back. We're doing it again. We're starting our third season. With this episode, return to, return to Star Dork Valley, and what are we up to this time? Uh, we're talking about the NPCs that are non-marriable. Mar- mar- yeah, the ones marriageable. you can't fuck. Oh well, why? Yeah, why you gotta say it like that? I mean, we're adults. We can talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's talk. Let's talk about, about you and me. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that could be. Let's talk about. Let's talk about it. Sex. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Starting strong, season three. In that vein, apparently, uh, there's a gentle person named Samuel who uh, was so inspired by Stardew Valley that they actually went out in 2017 and bought themselves a farm. Oh. Yeah. This is a Reddit post that I Never came left. across while, you know, prepping for this uh-huh. episode. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, isn't that quaint? They posted pictures. It looks interesting. They're, you know, what a cool idea. Uh, then I decided like, well, let's see how things are going with old Samuel. And I clicked on uh, their name on Reddit and went to look at their post history. Just a lot of transphobic shit. Terrible human being, it turns out. Oh, uh, I no, hope they bought the farm Samuel. in the more literal sense. They haven't posted in four years. So <laughs> may they be dead. <laughs> I was like, what? A- <laughs> no. Fuck it. Fuck it. You want to wish harm on a group of people? Then I wish you uh, dead. Adios, Mr. or Mrs. or, or, you know, Zer Samuel. This is a dark episode. Uh, It's just so wild. It was just such a cute and wonderful story. And I was like, this is so nice. Like, like, we've all had that urge, haven't we? Like, you know, we're playing Stardew Valley and you're like, yeah, fuck this city. Let's get out of here. Like, I could do this. Let's go find ourselves a quaint little beach town and, like, you know, start our farm and sell and become ingratiated with the local community and really become a pillar. And then the next thing you know, you look at this person's post history and it's just all, like, unpopular opinion and it's just right-wing shit all the way down. Mm. And it's like, oh, God, how did you like Stardew Valley? Well, I mean, like... What were you getting from it? Back to a simpler time. Yeah, when I could be racist and treat people shittily. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, that may, like that just makes me so sad because I feel like Stardew is for all. Yeah, yeah. But not for you, Samuel. <laughs> not for you, Samuel. I'm sorry. Samuel, Samuel, no. Don't play. Uh, good, good enough spot. Let's do uh, the, the theme song. <laughs>
Dork Matters. Welcome back to the show. This is Dork Matters, a dorky podcast for dorks. I'm your dad, dork host, Ben Renkel, and with me, as always, your Ed Dorkator, Lexi Hunt. Hi. Say hi, Lexi. I did. Oh, uh, wait, wait next time. Okay, sorry. Uh, say hi, Lexi. Hi, wait. Lex. Oh, wait. No, I said wait. No. <laughs> is this anything? No. Okay, cut it, Jess. <laughs> Audio <laughs> garbage. <laughs> We are back talking about Stardew Valley uh, as we do once a year, uh, yep. probably more than once a year, but once a year intentionally. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this episode? Are you prepped? Are you feeling confident? Um, I was going to do a couple playthroughs this week, and then they updated uh, Power Wash Simulator, and uh, <laughs> I just did that instead. But, Good, perfect. I mean, I've definitely, I've, 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 I know the list of non-marriage folk within the the village and i'm excited to talk about yeah are you updated to 1.5 like you got the list all the way up to 1.5 yes i believe i i believe so yeah okay all right i hope so a little bit of housekeeping before we get into this i think is in order not long ago now eric barone uh, announced that he has taken a break from chocolate haunted tear <laughs> fuck that's not right i hope that that's what it's called haunted chocolate here uh Which to we're so work on another about. update for stardew valley Uh, Mm 1.6 is incoming at some point. So exciting, yeah. Yeah, what do we know? There's some new dialogue in the next patch. Apparently there's going Mm -hmm. to be some more mod support. A new festival is supposed to be happening. It'll be much less than 1.5 is what Barone has said, but still a lot of extra endgame stuff. New enemies. Yeah. um, And that sort of thing. So looking forward to that something else i guess yep. you got bored working on chocolate haunted here haunted here why what the fuck i don't know i i think that's what you in your heart just wanted to be called chaunted hawkleteer there, there you go yes anyhow 1.6 coming up uh and then we got a very minor update on chocolate oh, oh fucking jesus God, christ chocolatier on haunted chocolatier Haunted Chocolatier uh, concerned a uh, over on the platform that was formerly called Twitter has dropped a, a screenshot of an old man waking up uh, in a room surrounded by books looking very wizardly going, I was just having the most terrible dream. And uh, it looks pretty dope. Yeah, it looks. I'm so excited. So excited. How could we not be? I know. Now, in case you're wondering, uh, you haven't seen us post anything on uh, Twitter slash X, it's because we nope the fuck out of there. Uh, Fuck Elon Musk. Go to hell, you stupid asshole. Uh, You can find us on threads now. Instagram is usually where we're at. Uh, TikTok, weirdly enough. Um, Yeah, and I think we're even on Blue Sky. So that's where we are from now on. Uh, May Twitter slash X burn in the eternal fires of hell. Actually, I hope it's buried out on uh, Samuel's farm. This is a very angry episode. (laughs) There's a lot to be mad about with Stardew Valley. No, there's not. Stardew Valley is a joyous place. It is. It's beautiful. And we're happy to be here. And, uh, you know, let's, let's get into it. Where do we want to start with side characters? Oh, I mean, we could do shot for shot, but I, I, let's jump to the, like, who do you like? Uh, I like everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. How about you? That's, I mean. Do you also like everyone? No, I mean, I obviously don't like everyone. No, there's obviously people we hate. Um, Pierre. Pierre is but we're just trying like to be the positive. easiest one. Yeah. We're trying to be positive. No, 
So yeah. who do well, you who do you love? <laughs> Who's your favorite? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, non marriageable aside, uh, yes. I really like what's his name, Gus from the bar. I was gonna say Gus too. Yes. He uh, he just there's something about Gus that's just sort of like chill and pleasant and doesn't get caught up in all the Pelican Town drama. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's there. He's our he's our boy. We like him. Yeah, I'd say he's my favorite because just he gives you a nice he gives you some tasty foods. He has a lovely establishment. He seems like he's in a good mood. It's where I met my first wife, Emily. Um, But when, if you see, oh my gosh, why am I completely blanking? When you see Linus digging through the garbage and Gus comes out and offers him food instead of digging through the garbage, delightful human being. I love Gus. Yeah, Gus is uh, a great A. Uh, Who else do we have that's a positive? Um, I started out liking Dwarf. Uh, until you start to hear about mm-hmm. the dark history with Krobus's people. Um, we, we should get into that a little bit more when we get a chance. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking through the list here. I guess, let's should we just go down the line? What's the best way to do this? There's a lot. There's a lot of folks. There's a lot of folks, but we're not going to be talking about the marriage, the bachelor, bachelorettes. We're just talking about... No. We, do, we, we done did, that. did that. We done did that. No Alex, no Elliot, no Harvey, no Sam, no Sebastian, no Shane, no Abigail, Emily, Haley, Lee, Maru, or Penny. That sounds like None a song. Okay. We're not talking about that. Let's just go through the list. Let's start. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with Bernie. A little bit of Abigail in my oh. life. A little bit of Elliot on my side. A little bit of Haley's all I need. A little bit of Sebastian to give me his seed. What? You, you made it weird. I was just trying to rhyme. It's not my fault. Okay. Don't blame me. You did a good job. I was just trying to make uh, make people happy. With Mambo number five. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's favorite song. The banger of current. Yeah. Just are, how are we not talking about that anymore? Still waiting for number six to drop. Oh, you're gonna be waiting a long time. Didn't he die? <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out right now. <laughs> to Google. Lou Vega, is that uh, his name? Vega, I believe. Vega. Lou Vega. Apparently he's German, which is blowing my mind. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, he looks a lot like uh, Fred Armisen when he's doing a skit. <laughs> uh, David Lubega Bellametzi. The most German of names, yes. Um yeah, it does not look like he's passed away. Okay, I was wrong. Yeah. No, that's good. Sometimes it's good to be wrong. Yeah. So he's got time. Let's get that <laughs> six a rolling. <laughs> you know what? Since we're on this subject, Googling. Oh, no. Lou Bega. Mambo. Mambo number six. Number six. Let's just see if he did it already. No. It's not no. a thing. Okay. Let's move on. Well, good news. You're, you're running it right now. Okay. Top of the list. Who do we got? Are we going alphabetical or not? Let's go alphabetical. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Birdie. 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 Who is Birdie? Birdie. Let's give a little bio on Birdie. Birdie's from Ginger Island. Um, I actually don't have a whole lot of... Uh, I haven't gone deep into the whole Ginger Island subset. So... Yeah? You haven't you haven't gone to vacation on Ginger no, Island No, I haven't. So, like, I'm aware oh of it. I've, I've, I've just kind of got there before... Things started getting busy with other games, so I know I know of yeah. Birdie. Well, Birdie is an old woman who lives in a hut on Ginger Island. You can't find her when it's raining, blah, blah, blah. You do a quest. Birdie can be seen fishing on the beach. Oh, there's a quest that she starts, the Pirate's Wife quest. Okay. And you give her a locket, and it ends the quest. Hmm. Uh, she might be the child's parent. I think there's an implication that Leo, the wild child of the island, is uh, possibly 
hers and the pirates. That would make sense. I mean, who else? There's not a whole lot of people on the island. No, it's a pretty small island. So. <laughs> uh, I have no, I have no feelings about Birdie. Birdie is there. Birdie do, is doing her thing. Good for you, Birdie. Birdie, do you like the name Birdie? Um, I do. I've noticed that there's a bit of a trend with kids, uh, little little kids being named Birdie again. Really? Um, which I think is cute when they're like up to like four or five, and then it gets a little weird, and then maybe it's cute again when you're in your. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, like I I like the idea of old names for children like i've always loved mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like i went to school with a girl named barbara but everybody called her babs and i thought that that was just like so freaking cute oh cool um gus yeah yeah it was my grandfather's name uh it's a cool name yeah. cool old man name all right let's move on bouncer uh again like <laughs> I, a lot to say about bouncer I mean, like he, he's there <laughs> You know, we promised people we talk about everyone. So let's talk about everyone. We'll get to the we'll get to the hot topics when we get to them. We all know what they are. Yeah. Um There's there's things to be said about Clint, the Clint traversy. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah. But we're not yeah, we're not going to worry about Bouncer, that. Bouncer uh stands in the entrance to the casino uh in the uh, Oasis yeah. uh, until the mysterious key QI Q Q It's it's spelled QI. So how do you pronounce that? Is that she? has to be key, right? Key. Yeah, let's say key. Let's go with that. How would you get a chess sound from a cue? I don't know, Ben, but I'm just working through different good sounds in my head. Pedantic. Pedantic. Okay, pedantic jest time. Apparently, according to Reddit, so thank you, R. Stardew Valley, Concerned Ape allegedly likes that there is no definitive way to pronounce mysterious chi or chi he has apparently slipped up and said chi on stream could not verify this but he says he doesn't want people to know how he says it because that would indicate that there is like a canonical pronunciation so yeah i don't know qui chi ki whatever all right, let's not get stuck on Chi yet. Okay, so um, the bouncer is there. There's not a ton to him. It's not like he's a major component. Yeah, what are you going to say about bouncer? He's there. He's got a dark dark sunglasses, well, a hat. Would you like to know more about bouncer? No. Do you feel like they need to be fleshed out in 1.6? I would be surprised if they did. Yeah. All right, that's fair. All right, who's next on our list after uh, Bouncer? Then we have Caroline, who is living with Pierre and daughter Abigail. Ooh, sweet, sweet Caroline. Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, what do we think about Caroline? We feel bad for her. We feel like she's trapped. Well, see, here here we go. We're starting to get into it now. There are a bunch of different thoughts. Um, yeah, Pierre is not a great partner, it seems. Mm-mm. I would say my impression of Caroline is that she is unhappily married. Um yes. She's a little bit shitty to Abigail. I don't know. She's, yeah, she seems down. She probably had an affair with the, the wizard or... With the wizard, yeah. Alternate theory is that she is one of the kids of the wizard. Mm. Yeah. When she goes to the island, she gets a slightly more risque look. Yeah. That's why they're all working out together in their little weird church in the back, which I was really hoping for more about that, but, you know. That church is interesting to me as well. I hope that shows up in Haunted uh, Chocolatier. I'd like to know more about their religion. I would feel, like, I I find it interesting that we're talking about, like, oh, there's Ginger Island and all these other things. What about the church? But either way, 
they work out in the church that they can have their their cool summer bods for their vacation to the island. Yeah, and they do. They do a great job. Uh, it's very sexy. <laughs> I do feel very bad for Caroline because I feel like she is in a very not healthy relationship. And when you hurt, you take it out on other people sometimes. And I feel like that's what maybe we see with her yeah. relationship with her daughter. Yeah, I mean, it's widely accepted. There, she definitely ends up on the Stardew Valley subreddit all the time, people posting stuff, uh, wondering why, you know, people don't hate her because it's basically accepted that she's cheated on Pierre and had, you know, the wizard baby, <laughs> Abigail. Yep. Um, <laughs> and lies about it. Um, so people, you know, sometimes they wonder why people don't hate Caroline more. I think it's mostly because there's not a whole lot there to hate. Yeah, she's very one-dimensional bland yeah there's not a lot to her character she's not really fleshed out no um but you know if i was married to pierre i'd probably get some wizard side dick as well (laughs) do you think that that's why she's so one-dimensional she's just she's got a boring life with a husband she doesn't really care for and so she's just kind of like what does it matter yeah Yeah, i work out on wednesdays or whatever yeah gotta keep it tight that's my one thing whiz (laughs) <laughs> no, whiz. her real life. She comes to lie. Uh, she really comes alive when she's with him, uh, and we don't get to see that yeah. aspect of her. So maybe in some sort of an expansion, we'll see about her relationship with the wizard and really see what makes her tick, what makes her happy. Maybe you could help her make the decision to either commit to her relationship or leave it and be her own person. I don't know. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. She just moves into the tower. The wizard's all like, "Whoa, I, this is a little bit fast." And then Pierre closes shop because he's so depressed. And then Jojo Mart takes it over. Jojo Mart <laughs> starts back up again. Yeah, I mean, come on. Wow, should we start writing <laughs> fanfic about Pelican? <laughs> We're starting fanfiction. This is this good is shit. Good. Yeah. It kind of is like a days in our lives, but this is like the essence of small town living. There should be an animated series, popular daytime soap, days in our lives. Days in our lives of Stardew Valley. Okay, who's next? Uh, you tell me. Clint. Okay, thank God. I lost my list. Clint the bitch. Clint. Everyone hates Clint. <laughs> I mean... Why? Because Clint is a sweaty incel. Uh, <laughs> there's no other way to say it. There's not a lot to like about Clint. No. Um, like, there's definitely people that want to argue that he's just socially awkward. But, like, that's not an excuse. Like, you don't get to be weird and passive-aggressive and, like, like you know, it's not somebody else's job to make up for your personality shortcomings. Yeah. Dear Emily, I know you only think of me as a friend. It's my fault. I'm too shy. I'll never have the courage to tell you the truth. That's why I'm writing this letter to myself that'll certainly crumple up and toss in the corner. Like, fuck off, dude. Like, you... Ugh, yeah. Only have yourself to blame. You're putting a lot on Emily there yes. that has nothing to do with her because you're not even telling her what's up. I think that's one of the most important things that I think all people need to be aware of. A person does not owe you anything and they are not absolutely supposed to live up to the expectation that you have developed in your mind about them. And Clint is the perfect example of this. Yeah. He's just being a creep from afar, has this whole relationship kind of sorted out in his head but is actually too scared and is mad about it. So go be a bitch. Yeah. Grow up. And then it gets really weird if you marry Emily and he's still like pining after her. Yes. And then you have that whole weird shit that goes on in the theater after you get the theater built and like mm-hmm. he's like sort of weirdly coming on to you, but also like <laughs> does it in a strange way. Speaking of the nice guy sort of like gosh upon machine, you know, that whole concept of like putting coins into like nice person coins. And there's a, uh, yeah, 
we love Scott Benson, the person who developed uh, Night in the Woods. He did this amazing animation, which is where I first heard about uh, him, uh, called But I'm a Nice Guy. I don't know if you ever saw that. No. Feminazi stole my ice cream. But I'm a nice guy. I am laid low by the matriarchy. Take the red pill like in The Matrix. The Matrix is a good movie. I am afraid of women. I am afraid of myself. I am afraid. And that makes me angry. I am afraid. I am afraid. I am afraid of women. That was very heavy. Yeah, not as on the uh, the, the women are a vending machine that I put nice coins into to get a bag of chips as I was uh, remembering it, <laughs> yeah. but also still pretty fun. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Okay, so Clint's a bitch and uh, move on. Clint, Clint, get your shit together. Like, Yeah, grow up, man. Take a class. Lots of people have been socially awkward over time. You know, work on it. Work on yourself. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about trying to find a way to come out of your shell, uh, get some therapy, work on yourself? That's what I, no, like, that's what I mean, yeah. No? Fuck you, Clint. <laughs> they, I mean, when the only doctor in your small town is busy, like, dragging random people <laughs> out of mines, I don't think there's a therapist in the yeah. old Valley of Star. Do. Do. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I was doing the Muppet song. Uh, I guess we're on Demetrius. Another another like, another finger quotes nice guys. What is with these dudes? Do you wonder if like if Barone intentionally wrote them this way, or if this is just the kind of person he is and it kind of worries you, doesn't it? It does. The more like we unpack and see the characters unfold i'm like is this is this a commentary or is this a, a mirror or a window you know yeah is this is this self-aware commentary <laughs> on the male psyche or is this like just how you think people should interact i, I don't know <laughs> i hope i just read a 2023 article uh where he still refers to uh his partner as his girlfriend um after all this time and i'm just like eh. Eh. Eh, i mean some people are okay with the term. You're mid-30s and she helped you make the thing that made you, like, literally bore the work of that. Like, you know, call your partner at least at this point. Your spouse. Yeah. I mean, spouse might in imply something. But it makes you wonder, are you doing this for tax reasons, Baroni? Oh, you're never going to come on the show. He's never going to come on the show. But we love it so much, but we also love it so much that we're willing to look at its flaws. and Episode after episode and yeah. speculate wildly about <laughs> your personal life and beliefs for entertainment purposes. But Demetrius, like, I do like that there's a scientist in there, but sometimes I'm like, is it pandering a little bit? They're like, oh, there's one black yeah. man in town and he's a scientist. Like, could, could we not have a few other characters in town? That are also not white. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty limiting anytime you leave one person to be a representation for any type of group, uh, mm -hmm. you know. And and uh, Demetrius uh, has a weird relationship with Robin. Yeah, it's another like non relationship. Yeah, they don't seem very happy together. No. <laughs> and then Robin has her her uh, her son her Sebastian side, from a different marriage, a previous marriage. We don't know who that's with. We don't, and we want to learn more about the previous relationships. Like, who? Is it a person in town? Yeah. Sebastian, is that another wizard kid? Is wizard just, you know, knocking boots with everybody? <laughs> Dropping seed everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, now we know who the real farmer is. <laughs> <laughs> hey -o. 
<laughs> it's the wizard. It's the wizard. Well, do you think maybe that's what this is? Like the wizard has created Stardew Valley just for his own oh, like it's his personal hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I bore of you. But then to like keep like it's a matrix thing. Uh it was too perfect. So he had to bring in a bunch of shitty men. He's just sitting up in his little tower. To make it more realistic. Yeah, he's bored. Yeah. Like let them fight. Yeah. <laughs> but I do find their relationship to be like really like, wow, do you guys even like each other? Like, why are you Well, and he's kind of a shithead when you are courting Maru as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what he does, but he like says some stuff like interferes in her adult relationship. Yeah. Like tries to like tell you that you're going to ruin her future and shit. Like as if that's something an adult parent needs to do. I mean, I don't like that whole trope of the father being like, Oh, got to clean my gun when the boy comes over. Like, can you just not be weird? Yeah. Just say what you're going to say. Like, Hey, I expect that you treat my child with respect. Have a great night. And then he asks you to lie to her. Yes. After he like shits on you. (laughs) Um, it's, it's a weird situation. I just feel like he's too overprotective of his daughter without like, you don't really see him out and about the town. Like he goes to the, like the saloon and out and around, but he's yeah. Everyone, Everyone goes, goes to, to the, the saloon. saloon. Drinking is a problem. It is a problem. But they also it's a restaurant. Yes, <laughs> maybe guests shouldn't be our favorite. It's a restaurant as well, yeah, then. Right. It's like it's a, going to Olive Garden. Yeah, or Old Spaghetti Factory is what I think of. I, you know what? Yeah, I see that. Because <laughs> it's Actually, kind of a bit of a saloon feel. Yeah. Oh, the Spaghetti Western. <laughs> yeah. Bing. So, yeah, not a huge fan of Demetrius. Kind of weird. Anyway, who's next? Yeah. Uh, I wish I could marry Robin, but that's never been on the on the I table. I like her. I would marry her too. Yeah. 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 Uh, who's next? Okay, that was Demetrius, the dwarf. We got dwarf. We got dwarf. So this is where things get heavy. First of all, to speak to dwarf, you have to find all of his uh, his scrolls, his little scrolls of like dwarven language kind, so that you can learn about him. And then he seems like a nice guy until you learn that he's from space, which is wild. I love that. Uh, the dwarves are not from you know whatever planet. Stardew Valley takes place on they've they at some point crashed onto the earth and also have had like a millennia long war with Krobus's shadow people yeah <laughs> there's a lot of racism and hate between those two it's very disturbing yeah I found it a little bit wild what else is there about him I do appreciate it though like I like that there's like a little bit of a dark turn because it's a very like Twin Peaks kind of vibe sometimes to the town so I like that we're starting to uncover like some some little gross little secrets around them. Not gross. I mean, I don't want to know gross shit, but I just like that it's darker. Yeah, a thousand year war between the dwarves and the shadow people. Suspicious of the player, believing they may be a spy sent by the shadow people. What if you could choose that? That'd be great. And the dwarf uh, dislikes Krobus, who by all accounts is an upstanding cool person. Yeah, he's just a delightful little little guy, little entity. Little trash dealer. Yeah. The, uh, well, let's, yeah. Like a trash panda. Yeah, anyway. Getting ahead of ourselves. I think there's even a cutscene where they like yell at each other or something, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. No, let me see if it's on the relationships list, the heart events. Yeah, yeah, the dwarf enters the sewers and they have uh, they have a, a fight and blames the shadow people for the death of the dwarf family. And uh, the, the shadow people only resorted to violence after the dwarves drove them from their ancestral homeland. It gets heavy. Uh, yeah. Krobus <laughs> gives an apology for what happened to d- the dwarf's family, but dwarf doesn't accept it. They start fighting. The player uh, jumps in between them. Yeah, and then suddenly the wizard appears and stops the fight and reminds them that the elemental wars have been long finished. Oh, but why? Let's let's ramp him back up again. Make peace for the sake of the humans that live around them. 
And then they just decide to stay away from each other. Wild, wild shit. Yeah. This has always been the fun thing about Stardew Valley. Yeah, is that as you peel back things, things get dark and fucking weird. Yeah, like I still, and we'll talk about it in a little bit, but like the war. Yeah. Like, let's hear more about that. Come on. Well, and that's just one of the wars that are like in the canon of <laughs> yeah. this, like, because there's still an ongoing war that we don't really know a whole lot about. We'll get there. Uh, okay, after Dwarf, we have, I guess, what's after D? Uh, then we have Evelyn, who is... Evelyn. Yeah. Alex's grandmother. Evelyn's fine. Yep. Yeah, she seems all right. She bakes, she cooks. But again, it's another one-dimensional lady who's like, oh, mm-hmm, my apple mm-hmm. pie. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I got to take care of my much more interesting husband, <laughs> George, who, you know, I'm just here for him to be cantankerous toward. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's probably got some dark shit in her past, too. Like, she's old enough to, you know probably have been around for the dwarf crobus war i would love to hear like what if she was sitting on the beach one day <laughs> thousand yard stare like i remember when the first yeah, bodies yeah, yeah, washed yeah. up on shore like we landed on a beach just like this you know what i love is if it was like on animal crossing how gulliver washes up on shore i would like that but for stardew valley and it's just the bodies of the war they're like oh, oh God. let's come here as jesus. well jesus oh let's get into it you know that you heard it here first. What Lexi wants from her cozy farming simulator is more dead bodies washing up on the beach. I like a mystery, Ben. I don't know. We'll do it on our game someday. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> bodies everywhere. All right, okay. Evelyn, you exist. There's not a lot to say yeah, about you. You're not controversial. Pedantic. Didn't know I was going to have so much to say about Stardew Valley. Do love Stardew Valley. But I just wanted to throw out there that there is a note that you can get off of Evelyn's bedside table. It appears to be from her daughter, Clara, who is Alex's mom, who obviously passes away. And the note basically is just like requesting Evelyn to look after Alex because he deserves to have a family, even though Clara is not going to be around. Mysterious? Uh, I don't know. I like Evelyn. I think Evelyn's a good character. I think I think that you could be a little old lady who bakes and also be compelling. But anyway, that's my two cents. George. George is next. Uh, George starts out as a bit of a C word. Uh, yeah, a cracker. <laughs> I mean, he's always a cracker. <laughs> uh, I was thinking the See You Next Tuesday where he's just, he's such yeah. a bitch and he's so like ornery. But then like, yeah. he just, he eventually gets to be quite, quite good. This is the same sort of problem that I have with George that I have with Clint. Mm-hmm. Is that this idea that um, a male is allowed to be this way to people, uh, and you, you know, it's somebody else's job to peel back their prickly layers or their shitty personality to find the real them underneath because they can't do that themselves. Yeah, like I get it. You had a hard time. Your your leg doesn't work anymore. Did you lose in the war? We're not sure. Oh. Again. Uh, something happened. Maybe you fell off a roof. I can't remember. There's some dialogue. It gets kicked by a cow or something. That'd be great. Yeah, I get that it's just story progression, but I dislike the idea of having to, like, make George not be a shitty person to everyone in the fucking town. Like, that's your job, George, not mine. I would like it if the player, like, more people called him out on it. Like, George, you're being a bitch. Stop it. And he'd be like, well, okay. We, you're right. We need more, like, moral choices yes. in town. Like, I love the yeah. game. I'm just saying, if we could do it again, like, maybe you get a chance to just shove George out of his wheelchair on the beach. <laughs> Push George out of chair. Yes. <laughs> or no. Yeah, you, you, you pretend you're helping him to <laughs> the stairs, and then it's that comic issue where an extreme X-Men from, like, the early 2000s where... 
that version of Mr. Sinister shoves Charles down some stairs. Yeah, let's do that. I think Brian wrote that issue, if I'm not mistaken. I would love that if there were more, like, go full evil. Yeah, there's got to be a... An evil playthrough, yeah, yeah. Kind of like in Fable, right? Like you can choose to be so evil, like you can set Linus's <laughs> tent on fire, some horrifying shit, poison the water. Oh, yeah, you bring your food into town, but all of it has been grown in your own, like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Human shit or yeah. animal shit. I don't know. Like, I think that that would be really we interesting to, to make see. this game. You've done the wholesome playthrough. <laughs> And now we're doing the devil cult of the lamb style playthrough. Yeah, the dark, the dark playthrough. Yeah, <laughs> feed people the dead bodies that you find washing oh, up on shore. Oh god, this is a dark episode. Oh, you make your meat pies. The Sweeney Todd cut. I yeah. think we set a tone early on. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay, George, you are a cantankerous asshole with apparently some sort of like golden whatever core, but I don't yeah. give a shit enough to try to peel away your layers. Yeah. Fuck you. We talked about Gus already at the yeah. top. Gus is a, a favorite. We love Gus. Uh, there's probably some issues with Gus, but uh, the pleasant <laughs> version of Gus that we get in the minor interactions we have seems fine. Is he enabling? Where does he live? Uh, some of the. Does he live on top yeah, of the Yeah, he lives inside. Yeah, I think yeah, he does. Okay. I think he's got an apartment above that the makes place. Sense, yeah. yeah. And I think uh, he might be enabling Pam. Uh, uh, well, I mean. Pam's. <laughs> Pam's drinking problem. No one is responsible for someone's drinking problem but themselves. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, there's also safe serve laws. But if you like, Pam does seems to do a lot of her drinking at home. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Let's not blame Gus. Let's move on okay. to Gil. How do you Gil. feel about Gil? He's in a chair. I don't know what to tell you. Like he sits there all day. If anything, I want him to stand up and just get some, make sure no blood clots are forming. That's all I got. Yeah. He shows up occasionally in some situations. Sometimes. Like, no, wait, I'm thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of, uh, Marlon, not Gil at all. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mar- Marlon shows up. Gil never leaves the chair. And I'm like, what is this part? Like, are you guys partners? Are you just like yeah. camping buddies? Like, what is this? Oh, I like the idea that <laughs> that's what you used to have to tell people. This is my roommate. <laughs> you know, back in the 80s. This is my camping buddy. We're just good friends. I have a personal headcanon, I think, that Lewis, Willie, uh, Gil, and Marlin are all brothers. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and maybe even Wizard is somehow involved there. But, like, they've all got kind of a similar vibe. They do have a really close look, like old prospector kind of look to them and we'll just set aside that the barone probably uh, just reused the same pixel art <laughs> of earlier versions and instead draw a very complicated weave between them who could blame him linus linus could be in on that too but yeah. probably not who knows big family yeah i do appreciate that he's part of the adventure guild but he never leaves the house so how much is he part of it you know does he give us the rewards for killing things in the mines kind of you go to the little or is marlin the one yeah the little yeah it's not really yeah okay. anyway let's let's say gil gives it to us so he's yeah, all right he's fine thanks he's gil good. all right uh we got governor i have absolutely shows up once, once. eats some soup cast judgment and off he goes I do like that he's fat. Yeah, it's great. He really fills up the uh, <laughs> the character uh, portrait screen. Yeah, he, that's what I was gonna say though. I like him because he looks kind of completely different from everybody else in town. He's very jolly looking. Not drawn in the same style at all. No. We know nothing about the governor other than that, but you know most politicians are garbage. So you know, you too, governor. <laughs> Yeah, he's a non-entity. What are you governing? Next. Grandpa. Oh, Grandpa. 
who looks like the same grandpa in Haunted Chocolatier. That is what a lot of people are pointing out. The yeah. new screenshot from Haunted Chocolatier. There's some similarities. Again, probably Love reusing it. art assets to save time. But who cares? You do what you got to do, Barone. Oh my God, we're going to be uh, spending years trying to connect these two games together whenever they come Absolutely. out. If it's not clearly like delineated, if it's not said very explicitly, yes or no. Yeah. Uh, and I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. Uh, let's take a little break here. After Grandpa. Grandpa exists. He starts our game. Uh, mm -hmm. He's a ghost. He comes back later. Tells you a good job or keep working on it. Evaluates your success from beyond the grave. Boy, if that isn't sort of... Uh, Pressure. <laughs> yeah, like like if you think about it, isn't that real life? Like we're just always trying to like meet those expectations set by people that came before us. A ghost. <laughs> First Marley and Marley and now this. Grandpa exists. Grandpa can give you uh, some cool stuff if you uh, meet their mm -hmm. expectations by year four. So that's great. I mean, he does leave you a whole farm. It's very kind of him to do that. A whole farm in poor repair. Hey, man, property's property these days. You know, yeah, fuck yeah, you're right. That's like, that's money. He gave you a place to live and grounds to grow food in this economy. Literally, in this economy. Grandpa is gold. Yeah, yeah Grandpa's S tier. If we're ranking, he's, <laughs> he's S tier. <laughs> Grandpa's S tier. Let's take a little break. And uh, do our favorite part of the show. Da -na 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 -na. Who's that Pokemon? It's Grandpa. All right, good enough. Da -na 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 -na. <laughs> it's Grandpa. But which Grandpa? This one or the Ooh. one from Haunted Chocolatier? Or are they the same person? They're the same. They're the same, Ben. They have to be the same. They're the same. All right, we're bouncing. We're done with Who's That Pokemon. We're moving on. Wow, that was a speed run. Okay, next. Boom. Speed run. We got a lot There's of characters. Gunther. Oh, uh, Gunther. I think my general impression is that I like Gunther, but I'm also pretty sure he's a serial killer. Why is he wearing gloves and a cowboy hat? There's exactly. something so unsettling exactly. about him. If I walked into a library and saw that, I would be like, no, sorry. Yeah. What? Yeah, he looks like a, uh, what do they call those? Like a recreationist dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what do they like call it? Reenactor. A, uh, a Civil War, War reenactor. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And he's, his jacket's blue, but it could very easily be gray, too, in the right conditions. So, like, it's just an odd look. And that, that goatee gives southern vibes, doesn't it? It's the it? gloves, Ben. It's the gloves. I don't yeah. care for them. Well, that's because I get the gloves, actually. I also am unner un unnerved by the gloves, but I get them because, yeah. you know, he's got to touch all those artifacts. Gunther, serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, otherwise, though, generally... Uh, a decent enough person, it seems like. Uh, they're not really involved a whole lot. Where does he live? He lives in the library. Everyone lives where they were. <sighs> in true cartoon fashion. That must be really depressing. Unless you really love artifacts. Is that why... <laughs> Is that why so many kids think that teachers live at the school? Because yeah, they're like, well, it's exactly. just cartoon logic. That's why. An aside, our oldest son is going to um, preschool, starting here pretty quick. And so we had like orientation and then we came home and we were sort of like talking about some stuff and wow. to do a school. And then at one point he looks at me and he's like, Dad, will I be home for Halloween? Will I get to have Halloween with you guys and with my little brother? I was like, yeah, dude, of course. And he, uh, and it dawned on me, I'm like, did you did you think you had to go live at the school, dude? And he's like, yeah. And oh, so sad, the poor little guy. He thought, and it dawned on me, I was like, oh, no. we had no point to explain to him that he was just going to go for a couple hours, like three times a week and come back home. You were sending him away. And uh, yeah, he has <gasps> spent probably a good month or two now thinking or or 
whenever it came up in his mind that he was going to, we were sending him away. And that's so sad. Oh my God. So. Uh, oh my God. That is heartbreaking. He must've been so relieved when you were like, no, you live here. And yeah, he was like, oh I hope God. so. Oh, it was just, oh, it's, little, little oh my dude. God. His little backpack, like you have to send me like a first day photo because I like, you see him with a little bag. He takes it with him when he goes to grandma and grandpa's house too. There's <sighs> his little bucket hat. I have to label everything tomorrow though. Apparently that's yes, a requirement. Do. Oh my God. It's going to be so cute, but also sad, but you're going to, it's going to, he's going to kill it. It's going to be awesome. I asked Fiona, I was like, are we the kind of people to get one of those like weird, like chalkboard things and do photos out front of the house? Are you going to do that? And Fiona's like, I don't think we are. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, if you did, I'd be like, oh, okay. I would be a little surprised. I'd be like, okay, yeah. that's what you guys are doing. We're not chalkboard folk. No, I don't think you are. Unless it was like artfully made. No, nah, even then I don't, I fucking hate chalkboards. But I do want a picture of him and his little like. Yeah. We'll pick out an outfit and let you know. Uh, snack container. Oh, please let him pick out his, I love when he picks out his outfits and they're like hot pink and lot. Like he's got the yeah. greatest color sense. Oh, he's got a two, two, two. So yeah. I assume two, two, two. So I assume at some point that'll go to school. Love it. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. All right, Gunther, you're fine. Let's move on. What's next? H's. Henchmen. H's. We have henchmen. The, the only goblin-type uh, creature that appears in the game. Henchmen. I don't really... Uh, I don't think I know... Do you, yeah. Oh, when you go to see the witch's hut, oh. there's that whole side bit. And you have to talk to uh, the goblin. And there's a quest goblin problem. And then uh, goblins love void mayonnaise, so you have to give them void mayonnaise. Yeah. And then he lets you pass through and go to the witch's hut. You're totally hut. right, yeah. Yeah, but that's it. There's only that. <laughs> like, this is probably one of my favorite character arts in the whole game. It's very inventive, hey? It's creative. We yeah, like there's it. this, like, it looks like he's wearing a fish helmet. It's uh, it's wild. I thought it was a strainer the first time I saw it. Like oh, a pasta yeah, yeah. strainer. It does look like a colander, yeah. I would like it if he was like Did a... Did you know pasta strainers are called colanders? Yes, I a didn't colander. I was an adult. But I, I, I was kind of hoping it'd be like a garbage creature where he's just collecting everyone's shit from around Stardew Valley and, like, wearing it kind of like those creatures from Labyrinth. Yeah. That would be awesome. Or Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, Labyrinth. Dance, baby, dance. No, yeah, we're talking about goblins. We're, we're talking, talking about, about Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Dance, baby, One of the greatest dance. movies of all time. Voodoo, hoodoo. Baby yeah, voodoo. there's a poster outside the studio. I have a studio. really great graphic novel, comic book type thing of a whole bunch of different short stories from Labyrinth, and I love it. It's like a prized possession. There was a prequel uh, series that was done, that was written by some people we know. And then Fiona did uh, mm-hmm. the covers for the entire like mini series. And they are an interconnected series <sighs> that makes a giant labyrinth when you place them all together. And that was pretty killer. Cool. Yeah. God, that's so awesome. Yeah. It's such a cool thing to like even come up with. I was just like, what? You're the best. Like, how do you come up with this shit? There's, I know I've said this before. Like I love drawing gross creatures. Oh, I love creatures. goblins. I like, the like the crypt keeper i love gra- like drawing skeletons and gross creatures and goblins goblins are so much fun to draw i love them you can just do anything you want yeah. they're amorphous they don't have to have proper proportions you no. just draw shit they're so freeing goblins are amazing yeah. you know what henchman top character s tier you know i agree absolutely <laughs> you're ranked s tier now go- a goblin hench person congratulations and you're in it for all of like a second um <laughs> uh, I missed that whole chunk of story on my first playthrough. It took me actually a few playthroughs before I got yeah. to that part. So that's one of the things I love about Stardew is uh, there's always little secrets. There lies the magic. You can play it different every time. Uh, not different enough. Not m- murder different. 
Uh, jazz. Well, jazz. Uh, kind of a little bitch. I don't think I've ever had that strong of a feeling about jazz. I just find her a little bit like little prissy like okay. a little bit where i want to be like okay calm down yeah, like yeah. i'm not trying to kidnap you jazz well, for god's sake you know let's think about her situation she has to live with her aunt and like drunk uncle you know <laughs> like we don't know what happened to her parents does she have parents what what's what's her situation we don't know but like then isn't she kind of asking for it she's like skipping rope by herself Ooh. in the woods like mm, in her little purple dress i don't think we should say that <laughs> How, what are you talking about <laughs> the fuck just happened here she's so i just find her kind of like nah. yeah i find interesting about her is that she's also the only other person in the game besides the wizard and abigail that has purple hair so is she another one of yes. his like you know bastard children yeah maybe well grandchild children unsure yeah i mean if he's sowing his seed all over the valley uh, i mean there's no time limit on that you know, that's true it's a, it's a larry king type thing you can Ooh. you can keep going as long as the vassals are uh, young enough gross um yeah let's move on <laughs> okay jazz you're kind of weird all right <laughs> jody i like jody yeah i think i like jody too uh i'm a bit concerned for her situation especially after kent comes back uh yeah like, should we do, let's do Jody and Ken together. That's yeah. JK. Like, I think they need to be dealt with together. She seems very friendly and light. And then Ken comes back and she seems kind of like intense and dark afterwards. Maybe that's me projecting. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm with you on that. I, I agree. And I think a lot of that has to do with that, that cut scene. Yeah. PTSD. Where, where Ken just loses his shit after the popcorn, right? Like... A therapist, yeah. Yeah, that town needs a, a, a therapist and a psychiatrist, like both. Uh, like Harvey apparently is not prescribing anything. That's a doctor's job. Yes. I feel like Kent should be on some sort of medication. But yeah, it makes me a little bit worried for her and her family. Uh, he's just, I feel like, I, I feel sad for him because... He's a little wacky. He's very not well. And we're just kind of like left to be like, okay, just go stand in the dark by yourself and look out into the distance. Like there's not like, what are we doing here, Kent? How are we going to help you? Yeah. And there's no option to do that. You never get to help him. Uh, no. You know, he sends you a recipe in the mail if you uh, become good enough friends with him. Yeah. Which is interesting. Where like, I kind of like that. Anytime I would get something from him, I was like, this is, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Look at you trying your best in a very wild fact. Popcorn is actually one of his loved items. Oh, that's so sad. War has ruined his love of popcorn. <laughs> he loves it and he wants it as a treat, but every time he hears it, it scares him. That's fucking like yeah. some next level. He's got to leave the room. Yeah, I don't know. Barone's being sick here. Hell types, Dante's Inferno types. Yeah, it's pretty Hellscape, rough. my God. Okay, so very sad relationship between yeah. those two. One's depressed because her husband is not well, and the other one has PTSD. So cool. And isn't getting help. Yeah. Yeah. This is great game. <laughs> so uplifting and cozy. We do get to uh, learn about a place from Kent called Zuzu City, which is where he used to live before coming to Pelican Town. Mm -hmm. uh, so that uh, I don't remember if that's where you know your player character comes from as well. Do you come from Zuzu City? I feel like you might, but they never really say it. But then also. Um, oh, why can't I use my words to talk about things? That's okay. You don't need any uh, words. Sebastian wants to like ride his bike too. Oh, weird. It's, it's close. Is that it? Do you I think? I don't remember. 
I, I wish that you could go to the city every so often. That would be nice. Here's a wild thing. Despite the fact that Kent uh, actually does like eggs, uh, like officially you can gift him them. Yeah. During the egg festival, he says he uh, isn't a big fan of eggs. So what's up with that? What's up with that? Yeah, that's a... Hmm. All right. Okay. Let's move We're on. Moving on. Krobus. We talked enough about We've Krobus. We talked about Krobus. Krobus is just a shadow person. He lives in the sewers. He's not. He's minding his own business. Dwarf came at him. Yeah. Uh, in his home. Poor Krobus. Yeah. There's definitely a mod out there that I've seen where you can marry Krobus. So that's interesting. Think about that. You can be roommates with him, can't you? Oh, can you? I didn't know about that. That's yeah. never happened for me on yeah, any of my playthroughs. You can invite him to come live with oh, you. Oh my god, this is the horse situation all over again. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Wow, I had no idea. Well, there you go, folks. You can bring Krobus into your life. You can be best friends that live together. Krobus. Krobus. Uh, just roommates, folks. Uh, Leo. Leo is one of the additions with the... Uh, Ginger Island. The yep. beach expansion. Ginger Island. Leo is a wild child that lives in the woods and, uh, you know, gives you the mm-hmm. parrot quest or whatever. Eventually, if you're nice enough to Leo, he moves to town and has friends with the other kids. Which is nice. It's great. Doesn't get a haircut, though. No, it's a little Mowgli situation. Lives with the animals, comes to civilization. Yeah. Gets a friend. Does not get a haircut. Good for him. Good for Leo. You be you, Leo. Yeah. Leo, you're not interesting enough. I mean, how did you get on the island? Who left you there? Those are big questions. Birdie. Uh, Birdie did it. Birdie? Looks like it's Birdie, yeah. Probably the wizard. Probably the wizard. Probably the wizard. He was on vacation. Spreading that seed. It's like this is outside of my usual mating territory, but you know. Ugh. I'm in Rome. Gross. Lewis. Lewis is... The mayor. The mayor. But Lewis is also... I... I fucking hate Lewis. He's so... What does he do all day? Uh, aside from like collecting taxes for what? What, yes. is, what has he improved around town? Nothing. I take care of it. He never fixed up the fucking community center. I did that. Everything good about the town comes from the farm. And Lewis just literally walks around yeah. all day collecting taxes or sleeping with his lady friend. Losing his pants. Sleeping with Marnie, who he treats like shit. Like, he will not allow them to have a public relationship. Yes. Like, he is a piece of shit. With all these dirtbag guys in this town. I know. Yeah. Like, again, <laughs> starting to raise concerns. Like, why is this the town of shitbag guy? Why are you written this way? Like, who is everybody knows about it? Why is he doing this weird, like, no one can know? There's nine people in the town, Lewis. <laughs> who cares? And everybody knows. And everybody knows. Everybody knows. Oh, my God. Okay, so here's another theory. Is Jazz actually Marnie and Lewis's kid? And, like, oh. you know, they just pretend that it's, uh, it's her niece because... You know, Lewis won't let them actually be together. Maybe. I mean, that... Marnie's too good for Lewis, and she deserves better. And this is fucking weird. She's a delight, and he is a creep. He's a creep. Just like all the other men all in the Pelican Town. <laughs> Let's hope our big hope for chocolate-tid hauntier. Oh, my God, Ben. <laughs> He's having a stroke. Just, like, ongoing for, like, the last ten years. I've yeah. been having one long stroke. Oh, that doesn't sound right. Uh... <laughs> That's a dick joke, folks. Uh, yeah. Let's hope that in Haunted Chocolatier... There's some more well-rounded, um, developed male characters. characters. Yes. Uh, hopefully, Barone's own experiences will lead him to create uh, more robust men who can act better. 
Uh, you know who's next on the list? Who is a good, a good, a good chap? Robin Williams. No, Linus. But I mean, yes, Robin Williams. Yeah. What year is it? Everybody knows Linus is yeah, is Robin Williams from Jumanji. He absolutely. The second I was like, is he wearing leaves? Is that a leaf dress? Yeah. Yeah, it's a leaf outfit. You know, and in the winter, I'm like, get some boots, a little, a little leaf hat, yeah. perhaps. Linus is an interesting character because Linus wants to be outside. We've touched on Linus yeah. previously. But Linus likes Linus's lifestyle. And I love that about him. Like, he doesn't want... I mean, I don't get the whole garbage digging thing. Yeah. But everything else... He seems to know how to forage enough to take care yes. of himself. But I guess every now and again, you just want to treat. Well, especially if there's delicious pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what he gets? I thought it was spaghetti for some it's reason. It's either spaghetti or pizza, but I mean, you can buy both of those things at the saloon. Any who's Keep Linus free. Yeah. Keep Linus wild. I like that about him, that he's just, he likes yeah. to do his thing and doesn't want to live with everybody. And if you try to invite him to your place, he's like, you just don't get me at all. And it's a real negative for your relationship. Yeah. But I feel like he sends you stuff. You send him stuff. He invites you into his tent. You invite him into your home. And then he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we were being reciprocal. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it wasn't uh it wasn't a permanent thing. No. Just uh just come hey, visit. Has, have have some dinner. That's it. Come pitch your tent in my yard. Oh my god. Uh do you think Linus owns the land that he's camping on? No. No? He's not like secret millionaire or something? No, I think he's very much like a free free Spirit, wanderer yeah. kind of guy. I think that Linus was probably also a, a veteran of one of the wars. Maybe. That's yeah. my head cannon. Yeah. You know, if we were to, if this was our game, it'd be cool if he was in like different spots every so often. Yeah, yeah, he should move around. Yeah, like with the seasons, you know, like he was on the beach in the summer, and yeah, you know? absolutely, and like up on higher ground during the spring, so yeah, it doesn't get rained out. Exactly. Winter, he moves into some trees where he can have things a little warmer, or mm-hmm. like a cave. That's yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that would have been great. Like that'd be part of it. Let's just keep polishing this game. Yeah, let's move on, Marnie. Um, we like Marnie. We yeah. talked about her enough here. Marnie, yeah, she's uh, she takes she's got a big heart. She tries to take on people and help them, you know, with uh, with Jazz and uh, and, and yep. Shane, who's really oh Shane has purple hair. I just realized. Yeah, he does. Yeah, bluish purple. Oh, so is Jazz his daughter then? Maybe I was kind of thought that yeah, Jazz was his daughter. Did the wizard impregnate Shane? I mean, maybe that's why he's so grouchy all the time. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there's something else going on there for sure. Yeah. Uh, Marnie doesn't look like she's related to either of them, but they look like they're related to each other. I like Marnie. Yeah. Um, Marnie, the only negative I have for Marnie is that she closes her fucking shop too often. Oh, because she's uh, probably because the mayor makes her. Oh, what a piece of shit. Lewis, you piece of shit. Oh, yeah. He probably only comes to her place for booty calls like once or like if he really has to, if he's already there for taxes and like forces her to hoof it into town. Yeah. Any other time he wants to get his dick wet. Oh, I hate that <laughs> phrase so much. It's so horrific. So do I. I just thought it'd be even more funny to apply to like Lewis Marnie relationship. Like damn, just really awful. use the crassest language Jesus. with him. God, okay. <laughs> we have to move on. I feel sick. Black Pam. Uh no, Morris. No, no, Marlin. Oh, Marlin. Well, we kind of talked about Marlin. Yeah, Marlin, he uh, he does help out a little bit. He gets you going in the mines. He has weapons yeah. and stuff, some advice. Seems to have a thing for Marnie as well uh, in some of those cutscenes. Which I feel like is a better fit. Totally a better fit and and would be more respectful Absolutely. of her. And uh, is probably uh, Lewis's like, twin brother. They have to all be brothers. It's yeah. a real Edgar Saban situation here. So that's Marlin. Good job, Marlin. We like your uh, eye patch. Morris. Morris. Morris is, uh, you know... 
He's the 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 JoJo Mart. What's the word I'm looking for? The JoJo Mart villain manager. Vill- <laughs> he doesn't even own JoJo Mart. Just He's just the manager there. at the Pelican Town location. Like so, so they're handing out assignments to JoJo Mart like employees. Like getting Pelican Town as your locale is not like a real prestigious uh, thing. I imagine not a huge feather in the cap. But it, it's so perfect for him, though, because he's like he's one of those idiots that goes drunk with power. And of course, it's in a small town where he's like, excellent. He's he's a doof. Yeah. You know, he tried that in, in the city somewhere yeah. when he was like an ass man. And like his boss was Pelican like, town. Eh, yeah. All right. We'll promote you to yeah, Pelican Town. Um, yeah. That said, he did not deserve to get punched in the face by Pierre. No. Uh, that is an act of aggression that uh, is is only for the worst type of male who thinks that's a way to solve problems mm-hmm. or, or end a situation. I would like to see Morris show up after Jojo Mart closes. I would like to see what becomes of him. Like something else happens, but I guess he just moves away. He's working at the saloon. Yeah, like or, or is down on the docks, like working for Willie, catching fish. I would prefer. Yeah, I'd like something like that. Where or. or or you see him like getting on the train, like I'm out of here, this two bit town, and I'm going back to the city. Like something interesting would be great. Now, since we're on Morris, uh, mm-hmm. there are some similarities, striking similarities with him and uh, Mr. Key. Uh, the glasses, the, mm-hmm. the smirk, the sort of facial shape. Could Morris be sort of a planted character oh. that is just there to try to teach you a moral lesson by Mr. Key? The no, I would love that yeah. if that were true. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So it's just sort of like, you know, uh, a cue thing, jumping around, playing characters. But, oh, yes. I, that, I like that one. That that would be a great addition to That's this. That's a new theory. People put that onto Reddit. Get that going. <laughs> we should do that. Morris is done. We're on to Pam. <laughs> what can you say about okay. Pam? Uh, she shouldn't be driving the bus. Yeah. Uh, she should treat her daughter, I guess, better. Um, yeah. You know. She should get some help. Another thing for the therapist that doesn't exist, she should probably be seeing someone for that. That all said, I have been on the bus with her about 60 million times and she has never had a problem driving. She has done an amazing job. We have never crashed or hit anyone. She's fantastic. So, you know, maybe it's uh, maybe the town is making a situation out of something that isn't uh, isn't really there. Maybe Penny like saw her drink like one shot of like old slogger once and was like, oh, this is why we're poor. Could that be update like 1.7? This is like you have to help Pam like cover up a hit and run. (laughs) And run in that like tunnel that you go through. Yeah. (laughs) Just throw it out with. I don't know. Morris was leaving town. He was hitchhiking and she swerves and hits him in the rain. This is a perfect connective (laughs) tissue. We get the, uh, we get the finality to Morris that we've always been looking for. Then it's like a breaking bad. You have to like bury them in the desert. And then she's like. And Pam starts like her own distillery out in the desert, like making cactus juice or whatever. Uh, Hire us to write the updates. Come on, that yeah. would be awesome. <laughs> like, whoa! We should start a new, uh, a new comic. We'll just do the lives of Stardew yeah. Valley. <laughs> Pierre, we've talked about him. He's a bit of a paternalistic douchebag, a hole. Yeah, like I get it. You already, you already broke Morris. Like everyone's happy. The community center's back. You didn't need to assault him. But nobody uses it really. No, there should be events and like festivals and stuff that happen there. Yeah, family dinner. Like there should be more. Ha- you should get married in it. You should have yeah. the option of, can you get married at the beach? Can yeah. you get married at the community center? You should get to choose where right? you get married. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. More updates, please. Yeah. Add more to this seven-year-old game, please. That we have bought Eight years? multiple times. 
Oh my god, so many so times. So many times. So many times. So that actually makes us shareholders in the game, and we get to add our opinion. <laughs> and we're coming up with gr- these ideas are gold, Ben. Yeah. Other things we dislike about Pierre, he steals our talks produce. shittily to his wife and daughter. Yeah. He steals our produce and marks it up at an insane, like obscene price jack up. And then he puts it on display at the fair like it's his. Pretends he, it's his. Bitch. Yeah. Like, like no. yeah. He's a he's a dink. Yeah. Uh, and then he has weird hours too for his shop. Yeah. Like just closed on Wednesdays. Fuck you, Pierre. Like close early on Wednesdays. I can get my head around that, but close completely. Come on. You're the only store in town. Maybe if you weren't such a misogynist, you'd let your wife have a job too. Uh, yeah, she could be open. She could run the shop on Wednesday. <laughs> where are you going anyhow, Pierre? Yeah. Where does he go? Maybe just goes to the saloon. Where's he on Wednesday? Well, and you find his like weed or porn or whatever in his bookcase. Oh, if yeah. you look around enough. So maybe just Wednesdays are his time. His quiet time. He just goes out behind the shop and just jerks it. <laughs> We're getting high. This doesn't sound bad. It's a good Wednesday. <laughs> All right, Pierre. You're unlikable. And now we're talking about Robin. All right, Robin. Uh, my first crush. We, Robin's great. Yeah, you, get off, yeah. you get off the bus. Robin's there to welcome you. And it's just like, yes, I love you. Why are you not an option for me? Yeah, I feel like it should be on like Sims where you can convince people to date you instead. Like, oh, yeah, I would break. Robin has left Dimitri for you. Like, yeah, that'd be. Oh, absolutely. Demetrius did not. Yeah. And the more you learn about the relationship, you're, the more you're like, Ooh, she is not happy with it. You guys could have a great life together, like building things and having this wonderful farm. Oh, absolutely. She would be such a natural yeah. fit for yeah. the farmer on that farm, working together, building a beautiful life together, having a few more kids. Or I just, I think that that would be an interesting option if you could like split people up. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, we love, Robin, you, Robin. we love you. You deserve better. Sandy. Yeah, we're at Sandy. We're at? I, there's something very like fun about okay. Sandy. Wait, wait, Q. Wait, we well, missed we Mr. T. About him. Yeah. Okay, Sandy. good enough. Sandy. Sandy is mysterious. She's the got cool that hair. big Yeah, that big dress thing that's I going like the shoulder on as pads. Well. Yeah. And Sandy is not her real name. We don't know what her real name is. Sandalicious. Sandal she is Sandalicious. She is, isn't she? If I we love get to her. add another like marriageable person into the game, Sandy should be it. But then who would run the Oasis? Sandy's like the wind. You can't capture the wind, Ben. You wanna know something? Sandy never visits the beach resort. Just forgotten about. Well, I mean, she's busy. She's out on the desert. You know? <laughs> well, that's true. She's also allowing Mr. Key to operate his like shady ass casino in her desert shop. What if yeah, he's? She can't leave that shit just in case some like the feds show up. No, she's just got something going on there. See, I think it'd be the opposite. I think you'd want some distance. Like, no, I didn't know he was there. I love her. She's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's great. We don't know anything about her, so we can just fill yeah. in our headcanon as much as we want. I wish, okay, so because Sandy's kind of badass and she's really good friends with Emily, what if in our rewrite of Stardew Valley, she helps... Polyamory. No, helps Emily oh. stand up to Clint to be like, oh, hey, be piss off, guy. And then like the bouncer comes with her to be like, stop talking oh, to yeah. her. And then they like, Ugh. and then he's like all scared and shit. And then Emily or Sandy take over the... Uh... The, the forge. forge. Yeah, right? And then they move out. And then you marry both of them and you get to have polyamory. You seem to really want to marry Emily and Sandy here. This is interesting. I just think they go well together. I mean, they're they're best friends, so. Yeah. So they'd be into it. <laughs> no, they <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we like Sandy. Anybody who's a best friend is happy to have a relationship in a triad with another best friend. It's Everybody knows this. Is that what porn has taught uh, you? Porn has taught me many things. So many great lessons in porn. We'll, we'll save that for another episode. Okay. 
lessons in porn. We're we're getting we're getting close to the end here. Let's keep going yeah. <laughs> before okay. we run out of steam. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about Vincent. He's there. Oh wait, wait. We have to skip Vincent. Sorry, Vincent. Too soon. Uh, okay. Professor Snail. Don't have anything to say about you either. Yeah. Uh, thanks for directing me toward the archaeological site. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and taking my bones. <laughs> We don't know anything about you. You've never been fleshed out. You exist. We can't give you any gifts. You are just... There. You're like the NPC of NPCs. Yes, actually, that's a, that's a great way um, to put it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I like your look. Yeah. Good look. Okay, Vincent. Uh, Vincent's actually the kid I dislike the most. I find him irritating. Interesting. Okay. I don't like how he talks about like eating dirt and shit. I just find him annoying. I don't think I've ever really talked to him, if I'm honest. Like he's unless I absolutely have to. I yeah, just man. that's fair. Uh, I feel that about the kids in general. And then like it's just years later, and they're all still kids. That must be maybe that's why they're so crappy. Is because it's like a vampire town where nobody ages, and they're just like yeah, like an interview with a vampire where she's upset that she's a child vampire and she wants to grow up and she can't and so that's why they're so shitty yeah I think it definitely lends credence to the idea that the wizard has like created some sort of bubble town where nothing changes mm-hmm yeah maybe it's purgatory maybe it's a uh, a lost situation so everybody has died yeah. in the war oh yeah Ken I like was that like theory. the last one to die so he showed up late and he still remembers that's why it's freaking him out oh. that's why he's having a then your job, then we could do like Final Fantasy X, where your job is to wake everybody up so they can finally die oh. and be at peace. Da, 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 da. Just give me money to write these things. Like I could do this. I could tell you the whole. Bam! Stardew yeah, Valley. You have to be good. No. We can just throw darts at a board. Willie. How do we feel about Willie? <laughs> him he's good he's good well he's great solid guy he's involved in the drama Love he it. uh into fishing gives you money for your fish and teaches you how to fish and gives you new rods yeah good guy all around seems chill af yeah solid we dude. like Willie. yeah yeah good job will uh wizard you are <sighs> the fulcrum upon what the rest of this town balances the pivot point I feel like he's the true mayor, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. godlike entity of the town. And like just his portrait's different too. He's just he's got that sinister look. Yeah. He seems to be sort of altruistic in some situations, but uh Yeah. You know, it's his little universe that he's built. He kinda looks like he's like a ZZ top. Like he doesn't look like a wizard, he looks like a cowboy. To me he gives me Satanist vibes, like if you met ah. uh like a you know, a Satanist, a modern Satanist, and they've got like purple hair and wear a lot of dark robes. And they're just like, mm. you know, Christianity's the real Satanism. He's an, yeah, I really, I want to know more about him. I want to, I want there to be more like town gossip. Like, have you, have you ever heard this about the, like, I want more of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. More like, oh, he was visiting Marnie late the other night after Lewis left. Yes. Yeah. That would be great. Before we head out here, that's all the characters. We talked yeah. about them all. Did wow. we cover all the controversies, the important bits? We talked about Marnie and Lewis's affair, keeping Linus wild, Sandy's real name. Any guesses? We we said Sandalicious. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered most of it. I just want to point out one more thing since we're mm-hmm. trying to draw these connections. The governor yeah. and the bouncer uh-huh. have the same sort of hat. Well, I mean... Hmm. No. Mm. No. Mm. Okay, I'm Would gonna look the at... bouncer be the governor's son? No. Is the bouncer need... kind of sexy? A little. 
little bit. Yeah, a maybe the bit. bouncer needs a, a little bit of a fleshing out, if you will. I find that all of the hats are kind of similar because then you could say that like Mr. Q, QI, Mr. Chi, Mr. Key has a little bit of a Gunther hat vibe going on. See, the thing with Mr. Key is his hat doesn't make sense because it is too small for the volume of head that should be there. Well, Ben, we're missing the obvious here. It's because the hat mouse made it. Oh, hat mouse isn't even on this list. That is the best non-marriageable character in this entire game, except for maybe Fat Raccoon. <laughs> I love Fat <laughs> Raccoon so much. But yeah, yeah, Hat Chop Mouse. You've got tiny little paws making those hats. Even... They're all looking the same yeah. eventually. Talks very cute, says funny words. Speaks in rhythms and rhymes. What? I love that little guy. Yeah, that's a great little dude. Uh, that's it. That wraps it up. We've talked about it. <laughs> literally every possible person uh and it only took us just over an hour and 20 minutes okay i'm sure that'll be much less once jess cuts it down yeah quality programming (laughs) well thanks for returning to return to stardog valley with us hope you've gotten your your stardew valley fix for this year and thanks for joining us for season three uh coming up this season on stardew valley wait that's not us Trying to get home at night. Such a great song. Coming up this year, we're going to be dorking out about such topics as Tank Girl, The Witcher, Dungeons and Dragons, Treehouse of Horrors, Cozy Games, Barbie, Muppets, Podcasting, Books, Television, Popular Culture, Valentine's Day, Lord of the Rings, One Piece, Ghibli. Or Jiburi, as I found it's more oh. accurately pronounced. Okay, good to know. Uh, ranking the Triforce Trio. Uh, uh, time travel in popular media. A musical. We got a lot of shit coming up. So yeah, it's going to be a good season. Yeah. If you listen to the end of this, you, you know, you'll probably like the uh, the whole season. Uh, so until next time, dork to the dork 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 dork. Beep boop beep Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. If you like the podcast, subscribe, give us a rating, and tell your friends about us. If you are a fellow dork and have a dork issue that you think we need to discuss, tell us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out original art and other content from Ben and myself. We'd like to say a big thank you to Yabra for the use of our theme song, Dance, off of their Astral EP, as well as a thank you to Jess Schmidt for producing and editing our podcast. Thanks, Jess. Dork Matters. This podcast is created on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Nations, which includes the Siksika, the Begaini, and the Gaina. We also acknowledge the Stony Nakoda Nation, Sutena, and Métis Nation Region 3.